Ready? Go. This is Marin Hogan from Red Branch Media, and you're listening to Black... Damn it. <laughs> See, that's, that happens every time. That's all right. That's okay. All right. I'll try it one more time. Yeah. This is Marin Hogan with Red Branch Media, and you're listening to Dr. Bob Nolly and Labrador Leadership. Yes, we are. Live from the RVA, this is the Labrador Leadership Podcast with Dr. Bob Nolly. The program that brings you the leadership skills that can make you the most authentic, approachable leader for the sake of your business, your team, and for you. Now, here's Bob. Hey, folks, good to see you. How are you? Ends your mouth up? Mine are. It's tougher for some people at this point. As we've been talking about, how is everyone? Welcome to the Labrador Leadership Podcast. It is a beautiful August day here. The heat could be merciless wherever you are, but yeah, it's okay here. It's moderate. It's warm, but it's moderate. Oh, I'm talking about better. the weather again. Alex, how are you? That's good. It's good. It's always better in Richmond, though, right? Yeah. It's all, well, yeah, I think. It can be really hot sunny. further Everything's south. sunny in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, it's 93 here at the moment. Woo! Sweating, sweating. Hey, I've gotten a lot of feedback, and thank you all, because feedback is good. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, mm-hmm. from, the, from the episode I did, which I put up live on Periscope, and I had lots of great feedback there as well, on advice for folks that have found themselves out on the street, because a lot of people here in the RVA are in that situation at this point. And I, you know, the whole point was I just wanted to give them some encouragement. And, you know... Everybody's situation is different, but I try to give some advice that was universal as to how to get up off the mat and what you should be thinking about and doing and acting like. And that was my reason behind that. And holy cow, apparently it was well-received. So thank you to everybody. And in all honesty, I said I had a link in the show notes there that said, contact me if you want to talk. And I promised I'm not trying to sell you anything. Just, you know, give me a shout. And I got a couple of calls. Holy cow, you say that and people go, yeah, 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 he's going to try to sell you something. No, but holy cow, the phone rang. So that's that was good. So thank you all. And we're here to support you. That was the whole premise behind starting this show is that people needed a place to hear about these things that talk about these kind of issues. And now when the going gets tough, we want to be there for you. So it is indeed difficult. And... uh it's it's an epic journey. It's an epic journey. And Alex, you're going through a journey yourself at this point. Yeah. So I, I know I've spoke um, about my, my current position uh, throughout the show. And I was in a space that wasn't exactly in my field, but I was doing things um, that, that I had, you know, learned from my career experience and uh, kind of felt like I had hit a wall there and I knew that there wasn't much room for me to move upward. Um, so I took a huge leap of faith and I put in my two weeks only after I uh, gained a position um, doing uh, real estate. So you now like, like an agent. Yeah. I'm, I'm Brooklyn's brand new real estate agent and I do um, I'm in a basically a niche brokerage um, so I deal specifically with, uh, those people that don't know anyone in town, can't afford to live alone. And I am essentially a real estate matchmaker. Wow. 
that seems like it would be a great opportunity there. Now, there are a lot of people doing that in the city. There are a couple of websites that do it. Uh, the firm that I'm with, uh, we have a, uh, a handful of agents and they're all, um, we all have different backgrounds, actually. So some of us are writers, some of us are uh, PR people, some of us are students, some of us are uh, fashion industry uh, people, and, and we all kind of are just good people and, and kind of have a good intuition and, and know who will fit where and what would be, what would be the best um, environment for certain people. So it's very new, um, but it's a, it's a step towards me working for myself. I'm a freelance agent. So now I can officially say I am 100% a freelancer. Wow. Which, I, I wanted to like applaud and applaud when you said you went in and give your notice because I was that scared. had to feel good as you yeah. ended up that conversation. Um, it, was, it was really funny. Um, someone walked into uh, my boss's office to ask for a letter of recommendation for a program that they wanted to uh, be considered for. And he started on his speech about how he thinks everyone should, um, you know, find what they like, love to do and move towards that goal and, and yada, yada, yada. And when he walked out of the office, I was like, all right, okay, I'm going to jump on the end of that and, and coattail that conversation, sit down. And so, and, he, uh, he and I have a great relationship. Um, as you can imagine, I just kind of treat everybody like they're my uncle. I'm just like, yeah, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm, I'm a very casual person. There's no sirs. And if they are, they're a very silly sir. You know, I, I know when to, when to hold and when to fold in that aspect at least. But, um, you know, we have a good relationship. So I sat him down and I explained it and, uh, you know, it couldn't have gone better. You know, I, I, I have a very supportive person that now wants me to freelance for him, you know, when I'm not there salaried. So, you know, it's, I think, um, Six months ago, maybe I said on the show that I my main goal was to be a, a freelancer and be my own boss and work for myself. And so I'm a step closer to doing that, and that feels wonderful. So you're going to be your own boss and freelance now. And making this decision, uh, you don't have to share so much with all of us, but uh, you know the financial you know, runway for you at this point. Are there issues you need to address? Well, you know, I'm going from salary to commission. And that's scary. I mean, I think that that's something that every freelancer kind of deals with is, okay, so I won't have the same check every week, but there's things that you can do to make sure that you make more money than before um, and, and very legal things, you know? So clearly, I mean, there's more money in real estate than uh, healthcare, which is the field that I was in before, uh, you know, because I was just an admin and I wasn't you know, I'm not a doctor, nor am I um, a physician's assistant or a nurse or anything like that. So, somebody on the clinical staff. Yeah, the yeah. clinical staff. You know, they're those people that deal with um, patients every day are they're my heroes. You know, I I couldn't do it. And, you know, I couldn't. I, I couldn't. It would. I would probably cry or. I would get too attached or, you know, I already have like favorite people that when they speak, I just like, you know, a tear comes to my eye because I'm like, oh my God, you're so perfect. And, you know, it's like this little old man in a sweatsuit that's telling me about dolphins or something, you know, but I can't, I can't deal with it because I was, I was in geriatric healthcare basically. Oh, so, oh yeah. That would be painful. So it, it got to be, um, it, it was almost, uh, 
like a, a veil was put over me when I was there because it was just not, it wasn't um, anywhere in the creative space that I needed to be. I was in an office every day. So I started, um, I started this, this gig uh, as a real estate agent and I'm, you know, going up and down apartment stairs that don't have air conditioning and I'm going to the fifth floor and then I'm going to the roof and then I'm going down to the third floor and man, my legs hurt the next day, but I was so happy because I got to speak to people and I love that, you know, just like shooting the shit with people. So, and I like learning about people and I like to learn what they do and what their little intricacies are about living. And then you get to see New York real estate. So, I mean, what's, what's, what could you really, you know, complain about? You get to see all these great apartments and, and the not so great apartments and, and kind of meet the people that want to live in them, which is always very interesting. Um, but I don't want to make this all about real estate cause I, you know, that's still not my main goal, but real estate will give me more time to write and more time to work on the podcast, which I'm sure you're, you're happy about, uh, more time to, to do these, these little gigs that kind of keep my creative juices going. And then I'll have more time as well to, you know, try to get an agency job, which is my main goal. You know, I didn't, I didn't expect to be a freelancer and be hundred percent working for myself at 26. I expected to be in an agency for 20 years and then freelance. Um, so I'm still going to try to go towards, uh, trying to land something with an agency or a small firm or a publication or something like that. Um, but it'll give me more time to work on my professional portfolio, uh, kind of gain experience in a bunch of different places and then, you know, apply it to what's next. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, we're not going to talk about real estate much more, but you sound much happier. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot, it's a lot better. Yeah. I'm not going to say I was unhappy in my, my role before, but it was, um, it's the scariest decision I've made in my adult life. Oh, I mean, besides moving to New York on a four week whim, that was maybe the scariest. Uh, but I had a job, you know, I had a salary gig lined up when I got here. So it wasn't that scary. There was a salary there. Uh, and here there's not. So we shall see, you know, if I'm crying on the, on the cast. No, no crying. Won't be no crying. Cry. No, I'm just kidding. I won't. There's no crying in podcasting. There's no, there's no crying in real estate. <laughs> so, uh, so will, will this, will you have to move from where you're living now? Well, no, I don't, I wouldn't have to. I actually, my office is, um, is my new office is, uh, five blocks from my current apartment. Um, which is nice. Oh, well, that is close. Holy cow. Yeah, I'm moving soon, but I'll probably stay in the same area. Um, but yeah, I'm basically all over Brooklyn. So Brooklyn's a big place. So that that's stressful. I mean, the, the job change is a stressful thing. You stepped into it. That's a huge sign of growth. You know, if you go to move, even if it's close by, that's another stressful issue. And you're, you're taking care of a puppy, too. So Well, luckily, you know, my two my two struggles for the past month or so have been all right, September 1st, I don't know where I'm going to live and I don't know where I'll be in my job, you know, because I was just, I felt like I was hitting a wall and I had to do something soon. So I killed two birds with one stone and got a real estate job. <laughs> Which, that's, you know? that's awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, all right. So one word that you bought up during the first half there and telling us what happened is talking about freelancing. And, uh, you know, I remember when, you know, many years ago when I was on the search, I, I just call it pasting together. And I pasted four part-time jobs together that kept me busy from 5.30 a.m. Monday morning till 6 p.m. Sunday night. And I mean, I mean, really, it was, you know, it was pretty creative the way I got it done. 
But, you know, when you freelance, what, how do you see that be pasting together for you? Well, it's going to be a little bit different because I've had this nine to five and I've, I've been, you know, freelancing since I've moved to New York. Um, and, uh, now it's going to be a very scheduled thing because I actually do like working between nine and five. I really do. Um, and so I think that, you know, I'll, I'll just, I'll tweak my schedule a little bit more, but you know, as different jobs come in and as I pick up different things, um, you know, you kind of have to skirt your, your schedule around, around the new ones. So, you know, I think that, um, you just have to make sure, you know, I say yes to everything. And at this point I probably owe three people work and I don't have any time to do it because I'm always at work or, you know, stressing about where I'm going to live or where I'm going to work and, and that kind of thing. So this will give me a little bit more time to, you know, take all that work and, and writing that I owe people and, you know, crank it out and then kind of be on a more, you know, set schedule with that. Um, you know, I'll owe somebody, you know, I've probably owed you something for three weeks now, you know, and it's, it's just because I'm at this crazy transitional period where I'm like, Oh, you know, I can't do it. My computer has a virus and everything's crashing and my world is falling apart. So now I'll have more time to actually deal with, you know, my computer's had a virus for like a week and a half and I didn't have time till today to go drop it off. Yeah. That's why you sound like you're speaking Greek to all of us here. We keep haven't heard a word of English yet. Oh no. I'm just, it's a joke. It's a joke. No, it's fine. Yeah. But I um, need to create stress there. One me, yeah, one me, man. Least of my least of my stress this week. Okay, so just just you know share what you can, but you know what are the what are the pieces of the freelance puzzle that you're putting together? What else are you doing besides real estate and uh, being a co-host of a podcast? Um, well, I have uh, one person that's interested in uh, having me contribute to um, a book. And that is, you know, it would be a coast writer uh, that would be writing the book um, for him. And then it's his overall concept and I would be contributing content. Um, I also am working to get published more often. Um, my writing published online. So I'll be writing more pieces for fun that I think will be pertinent and relative and, and you know, liked by these various media outlets that I'll push them out to. And then, um, you know, I've got some copywriting gigs and that kind of thing that, that I'll do on the side. And then I think that the most important part of freelance is kind of always finding your next project before it starts. And that's like the number one piece of advice I could give to anyone that is looking forward to being their own boss is that you constantly have to be scouting and keeping your ears open and networking for the next person that you could help, um, or the next person that you could get a job from, um, you know, these things are going to be, you know, I would hate to say it, but I've, I heard someone on the subway talking about having a need for something that I could provide it the other day. And I was like, oh, I wish I had a business card on me, you know, because that's, and that's the number one thing, you know, get a business card and explain what you're good at and start to market yourself, you know, and even if it's just overhearing somebody on the train saying, oh, you know, I really need this, but I don't know how to do it. And you know how to do that skill, you know, let them know. It can't, it can't get much worse. You know, they're on the same train line as you, <laughs> you got something in common. Yeah. So, you know, here, here are opportunities you have. There's always uh, the opportunity to, uh, I'm trying to look at it now and I can't quite get it done. Like brush up your LinkedIn profile. And there are lots yeah. of people that are selling classes on that and you don't have to do that. No, but I mean, cause you've got, you've got great work put together here. So that's something you want to make sure is perfect in every way. 
The other thing you want to do, I, you know, just when you say the word freelance, I would encourage you to go out to the new and improved merger of Elance and Odesk, which is called Upwork. Oh, yeah. And I would uh, put up a uh, put up a profile there and go through the exercise. And when you put up a profile, uh, it tells you add the skills that you're looking for and the kind of assignment you're looking for. And ghostwriting is certainly one of the most popular ones there. Mm-hmm. And you'll put up a rate. You'll look around with the rates being charged and you'll rank yourself as whether you're a newbie. Don't put that or an expert. And you are and rank yourself that way and make yourself visible. Now that having been said until somebody hires you and, and rates your job, the quality of the work you did, you haven't done anything. So people go to look for you and they'll probably skip over you. Right. So that, that's going to be a tough sell, but that first gig up through Upwork is a big one. Uh, the other thing to think about there is, uh, look for uh, look for low level, you know, entry jobs that you could take there and get that first gig. Yeah. Make it a loss leader up quick and just put your, uh, put yourself out there. And then somewhere, and you and I could talk off the air about this. You're, I don't know. Do you you don't have a blog yet, do you? No, I'm looking into alexmasa.com. Okay. Oh, you should say somebody's going to go buy that. Okay. <laughs> you go buy that right now. Uh, and, you know, put that up there and you should own your name. I'm a big fan of owning your name. I have, of course, I have this one here, here Labrador Leadership. And I also have bobnolly.com, which is just like in holding right now. Because I'll do something with that later. And then I have like a, a freelance kind of funny social blog that I do as well that I'm not going to tell anybody that's listening to this show about. <laughs> so there are places to do that. So because now in this world of freelancing, you want to have the portfolio ready that it's just not something you pull out of a, a physical folder you're holding, but it's the link and you go here, here's my work. Right. Is it possible to freelance in PR? Is there a lot of free? free yeah, there work? is. And a lot of it because, you know, there's so much needed for um, social media and web and that kind of thing. And they know that they don't need it 100% of the time, but they know that they need it and they need someone with like young eyes on it. So there is a lot. There's a huge market for that and a huge marketing for digital marketing and or a huge market for digital marketing. I'm sorry. Um, that was a mouthful. And, you know, there's all sorts of things. There's all sorts of websites that kind of help freelancers along. I think um, a big part of it will be, you know, working as hard as I can to try to make it all make it all work out in the end. Um, and, you know, there's a slow season in, in real estate, and that's going to be my big, my big writing season, I'm sure. So, you know, I think that this is a step in the right direction where I'll actually have time to do the things that I love rather than slaving away for a paycheck. All right. So all the things we talked about before, and I know there's some other things you haven't mentioned that you might want to be pursuing as well. But when, <laughs> when you get up in the morning and you roll your hips over and put your feet on the floor and the days you feel best are the days when you have to do what? Oh, that's good. And you don't have to answer on the air because, I mean, if you think it's, it's a day that you've set aside to do writing, well, that's very telling. Or it's the day you've got a comedy gig, you know, that's it's very really, telling. 
No, well, the comedy just... gigs are terrifying, number one. Oh, right. I, oh, oh, wow. You know that I'm scared of those? Because stand-up comedy is the most terrifying thing in the world. I can give a speech all day, but making sure that other people laugh is is so much more nerve-wracking for me. I really think that the when I think back to everything that I've all of the opportunities that I had that I've had, those live production events like the Jazz Fest, um, and then getting to interview people that I've never met before, those are like tops. I love interviewing people. I love meeting new people. I love finding um, questions that they've never been asked before because some people have been interviewed a million times, and if I can ask them something that they are like, "Whoa, that's a good question." It feels awesome. And then there's the fact that, you know, I love a high paced environment and I love, I love like thick, like quick think on your feet, uh, jobs. So that's why I love event production. And I, I think, you know, to try to find a, a job where you can make a, a killing, you know, money wise and event production is, is not always, um, it's not easy. You know, you really, people want to know who they're hiring. They want, you to have really big events and names under your belt. So you, I mean, this whole world isn't just about proving yourself and you don't do that by slipping somebody a piece of paper with your name and your, your references and your work experience, you know, you do that by being a human being and, and knowing how to communicate and knowing how to effectively communicate what you can do for someone else. You've just interviewed in front of 20,000 people. (laughs) That's just, it's just great. You have a great story to tell. (laughs) So why don't you start your own show? I would love to, you know, but I'm going to, I'm going to let Labrador leadership kind of, uh, teach me a few more things. And then, um, and then maybe I'll get a second show with all my freelance time, you know? Um, yeah, but I wouldn't know, you know, what to talk about on air. I would, I would still need someone else to, to help me along. You know, I can't sit here and talk for 30 minutes to an hour by myself that I'm talking to myself. Go ask somebody and somebody will text you the name of somebody that that would love to be on your show with you. And then it'll all start there just like that. That's true. Okay. So if you would love to be interviewed (laughs) by myself, Alex Massa, shoot Bob a text and we'll make it happen. Yeah. Well, here's what we'll do. You'll, you'll start doing some of the interviews here. We'll start doing that. Yeah. Well, now that I have all this time on my hands, we got to do something. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for everything, but hey. thank you for being so open and sharing that with us because, you know, I, I think, I think just to hear the energy and the passion for the possibilities that you've just shared are going to help a lot of people that are in the dumps. Well, I do hope that everyone realizes that you can, you know, it's a huge leap of faith, um, but you can be your own boss and you absolutely can get out of a situation that's not making you happy. Um, especially in the workforce, you know, there's, it's only two weeks away, you know? Yeah. It's only two weeks away. Tick, tick, tick. That'll be a very happy day for you. (laughs) Alex, thank you very much for the evening. Thanks folks. You've been listening to Labrador leadership podcast. Please check out the show notes and Alex, where can people find you if they want to get connected with you? Alexmasa at gmail.com. Wow. Our email address. Okay. And uh, are you on the Twitter? Um, I'm on the Twitter. It is Masa PR. Masa PR. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Labrador Leadership Podcast. For the sake of all the special people in your life that deserve you to be the best leader you can be. Connect with us on our website at labradorleadership.com, on Facebook at Labrador Leadership, and on Twitter at Lab Leadership. Now, here's a final thought from Bob. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Thank you very much for taking a listen to that. Alex, thank you very much for sharing so much of your transition, your journey, and what lays ahead for you. Folks, take note of the passion and the direction that are involved. If you're down on the mat, get some help getting up and get to it. Life's a good thing. We'll turn the corners of your mouth back up. Take care of one another. That's the whole point. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.